Yep, it's an ad. Just want to take a moment before this next episode to tell you guys that BST Wrestling presents the Star Spangled Bash live from Two Roads Brewery in Stratford, Connecticut. Your main event is Ichiban defending his territory title against Bobby Orlando. We got Becca, LMK, The Mission, Miracle Gen, The Haven, and so much more. BST Wrestling presents the Star Spangled Bash July 1st at Two Roads. Tickets on sale now. Link in the description. One of the best ring announcers in the game, the voice of the Northeast. Yup, it's... voices um, in my head, in my heart, in my soul, the one, the only Matt DeCourt. Man, you're making me blush, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. It is a pleasure be- to be here, and I can't wait to talk to you, man. So Dude, I'm, I'm glad you're here because you're such a busy guy. Like you're, <laughs> you're always, because you're, you're, you ring announce for goddamn near every promotion <laughs> in the North. <laughs> they got you going all over the place, just calling people's names. I want you to introduce me one day. Oh, I, I, I want to get introduced that, by Matt Decor. I don't know for what, for <laughs> something. Maybe I'll, I'll book a comedy show or something, and I'll have you bring me up. I'll, I'll, in lieu of a host, we'll have Matt Decor ringing out to everyone to the to the stage. That would actually be kind of sick. Hey, that, I, I'd be totally down for that, man. And not to mention, too, it's like one of those things. It's like if you're doing commentary somewhere, you know, we can announce the commentary team, and yeah. I'll, I'll put some shine on it, my man. Yeah. I, I always put some shine on Oh. I always put shine, not just some. I always put all the shine on everybody I announce. You do. So. You are a shiner. You spread like you spread like such a such a, uh, a positive light. Because like every time like I go to a show and you're there, it's always a good vibe. Like you're always happy. You're always excited to see everyone. Like it doesn't matter who it is. Like as soon as they walk in, you're like, yeah, what's up? You're here. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And, and uh, we were just talking before you hit play. You know, that's that's been one of the most fun parts for me. Is is just getting to meet so many unique and you know interesting and fun people and i've been blessed that you know i've been uh you know accepted and respected just about everywhere i've been and you know i've made you know a lot of good friendships from this and the ring announcing thing it's 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 the release from everyday normal life stuff you know whatever's going on you know however big or small if something's on my mind i put that suit on microphone gets in hand it's all gone and i'm having such great suits every time time. it's such a (laughs) beauty you're like it's great because i like i watch the ufc because i like like me and harry will watch it and we'll be like we'll just like waiting to see what kind of blazer bruce buffer has on and it's like i get the same feeling like going to a show if matt decord's gonna be there i'm like what kind of suit is matt gonna rock this 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 evening oh absolutely i mean that's the thing it's like you want to you want the part you got to look the part too not only just act it and uh you know bruce is i've said it before i'll say it again one of if not my biggest influence in uh, the ring announcing sphere and he's 
always looking, you know, top notch, hundred twenty percent. So God, his blazers are so beautiful. Absolutely, I they want are. one of his smoking jackets. But <laughs> I'll afford them one day. Like one day, I'm gonna get me up. Maybe secondhand Bruce Buffer smoke jacket. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, my my, my biggest, my, my next big boy purchase in terms of the formal wear is, is I want a I want a white one, either plain white or pinstripe. Mm. That's gonna. I know it's gonna cost, but I mean, I, yeah, I'll, it costs to be the boss, bro. Yes, sir. Cost to be the boss. So how long have you been ringing down to? Um, I, I I round it to like four years roughly, cause um, you know various different things. I started you know doing commentary for Paradise Alley. Shout out to PAPW. Um, 2018, I think, was was the year, and then. So you started off doing commentary. Yes, sir. Yep, and I still dabble in commentary to, to uh, e- even now. You know, not as much as the ring announcing, but here and there, you know, I I still get behind the booth. So. Like if they if if you're at a show and they're like, man, we we need somebody, you're like, okay, fine, I'll dust off the old pipes. <laughs> yeah, and you sit down. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, there's this one promotion I work for, uh, New Age Wrestling, where I do uh, I do both. Um, he usually has uh, another person there as well um so i usually you know do the ring announcing and then i sit down when i do both though i just got to make sure to be careful because i don't want to be like I, I love calling the action and you know it's fun too because you get to show a little personality which yeah. you know with the ring announcing you kind of gotta you know stick to stick to your guns and not yeah and the voice is drastically different because yes. you can't you can't go into commentary with your ring announcer voice no nah. because you're gonna obliterate eardrums on the on the <laughs> listen through yeah, not to mention, mention too, it's like I want to, you know, sound authentic when I'm doing the commentary, yeah. you know, and... Does that take you out of it? Like, when you have to do both, is it just like, is it just like an extra thing you have to do now? Like, to switch on and off? Not really. Um, because it's it's one of those things that's like, even if I wasn't doing commentary, I'd still be watching it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, now I just have to talk about it, which is, which is fine. Which because is, you're I probably doing stuff. it anyway. Yeah, in yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah. So, it's... And it's cool, cause um, but yeah, like the the one dr- kind of drawback to it when I do both is, like I said, I don't want to get like if somebody hits a big move or there's a big moment in the match, like. If I was, you know, strictly doing commentary, I'd be standing up, you know, screaming and stuff like that. But I can't do that because then I got to go, at least not full bore, because I got to go back into the ring and then do more announcements and stuff like that. And I don't want to, you know, ruin it for the guys. So, yeah. So yeah, it, it's a little bit of give and take. But like I said, usually there's, you know, somebody else there with me to, you know, help. And then so I kind of let them take the lead, and I just play off of it and, you know, add a little, uh, add a little Matt Court flavor to it. What was it like um, your first time ring announcing? Like, what was your first? <laughs> Like, do you, you did you use like cards? Oh yeah. With everyone, do you still use cards for 100%, the most part? Hundred percent. Okay. And, and it, it's at the point now where there are some people I, I just glance at it before they come out, and I don't even need to look back at it again because I've just announced them so you've many, done times. It so many yeah, times. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all up in the head. So, but uh, you know, especially for new people, like my biggest fear when I ring announce is that I screw something up, like I get the hometown wrong, or you know, that I pronounce the name wrong, or something like that. So, I always, you know, make sure to meet whoever it is if it's a new person. You know, get their stats, you get the pronunciation down. Yep. Like, yeah, yep. And it's kind of funny too because what I do is when I write down the names, I write down phonetically yep so there are some people that you know they see me writing it down they're like oh you didn't spell that right i'm like well i know i didn't spell it right because but i spell it how you say it. exactly yeah. as i was gonna say i'd rather i would much rather have it spelled wrong on the card that nobody else but me is gonna see and but say come it out right. right yes because yes. especially if it's because you do a lot of like shows that get streamed yes sir and you know that would it would suck if it's like your debut match and then you mispronounce their name. Oh yeah. And now it's on the internet forever. Uh huh. Unless 
unless they edit it in post. But yeah, no, that's a smart thing to write it phonetically. Oh yeah. But what was that first time like? Oh boy, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was equal parts uh, nerves and excitement. Um, you know, I was definitely excited to do it. You know, just because it, it wasn't really specifically ring announcing, but um, you know, I had always pictured myself doing something more, being something more than just, you know, nine to five, come home, cook dinner, talk to your friends about whatever show or movie you're watching that night mm -hmm. and go to bed, you know, like whether it was, you know, like I, I didn't, it doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, like high level be on TV every night stuff, but you know, just, just something to say, you know, oh, hey, this is a cool thing that I do in addition yeah. to, you know, my regular stuff. And so I was super excited to be able to finally get to prove not only to, you know, other people, but to myself that I was capable of that. But I was nervous as hell, man. Oh, like, I bet. Oh, my God. That's like, terrifying. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was I was the guy in, like, you know, in, like, high school, college, what have you, that, you know, would, would get up and do a PowerPoint presentation in front of a class of, you know, 20 of your friends, but I'd still be nervous as heck doing that. So now there's, like, 100 people in this gymnasium, and, uh, oh, boy. So uh, referee Bill Thompson, who I'm sure, I'm sure you Ref know. Ref Bill. Love Ref Bill. Ref Bill's the GOAT. Yes, he is. Great hair. <laughs> Great head of hair on Ref Bill. Oh, Absolutely. Shout out Ref Bill's Barber, <laughs> whoever that is, you are doing a great job. Keep that man's hair alive. Absolutely, 100%. He's got better hair than me, and I've freaking got it. And he's Listen, got me he's got better hair than me, and mine's been running away since <laughs> I was 23, I think. No, I hear you, man. The widow's peak is still uh, continuing to creep on me as well. Yeah, but if you have a sick widow's peak, you can just say you're just like, this is my Vegeta era. Like, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had the spikes, man, because then I'd start going, <laughs> then I'd start going Super Saiyan, like Ooh, in the middle of that. Super rant. Saiyan ring announcer? Dude, oh, you call the main bro. event, you're like, it's Die! Get those sparks, man. Go level Ooh. two. Fucking have that lightning around. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, if you ever need someone to stand behind you with, like, sparklers <laughs> while you're ring announcing, I, I fucking got you, dude. I got these long arms. I can hold them up high. I could probably go, like, in a circle, you know? Put Goldberg to shame, my man. Put dude, Goldberg, Goldberg to shame. Who? Goldberg who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, going back to the uh, uh, just to finish up with the original question here. But, um, the ring, yeah, 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 yeah. So Ref Bill can tell you because he tells it perfectly, man. He walked in that ring and he saw me. My hand, I could not, I could barely read the card because my hand was shaking so badly because of the nerves. Because again, you know, it was just one of those just things. The first time, yeah. Was it your first time like standing in a ring too? Yes. Or had you been in the ring before? Yes. No, it was that. It was also the first time standing in the ring, too. And so. wrestling fan, obviously. Oh, hell yeah, 100%. Isn't that like, because the first time I stepped in a ring was for the first BST show. Like, yep. That was the first time I had ever been inside of an actual wrestling ring. And like, as someone who watched wrestling growing up, that feeling is crazy. Oh, hell yeah. It is such a cool feeling to step into the in between the ropes and like to just be there and like feel, just stand on the mat. And, and feel the oh man the whole thing is just so cool exactly dude it's it's such a trip and like that's why like uh, you know I mentioned you know I, I still dabble in the commentary I still do yeah. both and both you know I enjoy both you know for different reasons but if you had you know if you had something to my head and, and you know maybe made me have to pick one or the other I would probably go with ring announcing just because like you kind of alluded to it, that energy that you feel, like you know, you hear the crowd roaring, you know, you say, "Are you ready?" and you hear them start like, yeah! screaming. Yeah, dude, it's, it, it's, 
it's like it feels like you could go super saiyan in there man it, it just that that energy just starts flowing through you you get fired up everybody's fired up and like you know it's time to go man that's a hell of a feeling do you remember who wrestled the first match you announced oh ho, ho, ho. wow I do not actually. That is a. That I remember the 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 first. Uh, is kind of funny because I do remember the first PAPW match I ever saw, and that was uh, Kenny Roberts and Richard Holiday. Okay. And uh, I, I don't know because I was talking to I was talking to Kenny. He popped in at a uh, Coliseum show uh, not too long ago, and um, it was just kind of funny. I, I don't know what brought it up, but I was like, oh, that's right, because it was right before um, the Richard Holiday return show, which was yep. a tremendous show. Great to see Richard Holiday back in good health, back in the ring. Shout out Richard Holiday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and yeah, so I was just talking to him. I was like, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, Holiday's coming back. And like, I, I remember it distinctly. It was you and Holiday. It was the first PAPW match I ever saw. And I actually think it might have been... I mean, I went to I went to a Northeast show. Northeast is, you know, they bring in like a lot of like, you know, former WWE guys, AEW guys. So it's like they are an indie, but like... Yeah, I've, I've been to two NEW shows. Three. Uh, one of them was in... Uh, in uh, the the Mid Hudson Center. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And they had Kenny Omega. That was that one. And yes. that was incredible because everyone else on it was like Penta and Phoenix. Yep. Um, I think Jerry Lawler and David Arquette were there too. That was pretty funny. Nice. Um, and then the other two ones I think were like in a high school, which were even sit were were so sick. Uh, RVD was at one. That yep. Was, Man, that, was, that was so cool. Yeah, NEW was cool. I think they didn't they just have um, Vikingo. Yes, they and did. Commander. Yes, I, it was, yeah. It was kind of funny too because at that show I was talking to uh, Ron Zombie. Yeah. Uh, at the holiday show, and uh, he was you know we were talking because Zombie actually wrestled uh, Big Bacon Brad Hollister, who was Holiday's match that night. He wrestled him. The key being Zombie wrestled uh, Hollister the night before. So you know we were watching the match, and I was just like, oh, you know how how was it? He was like, oh, it was good. You know this and that. We talked about the match, and then. So I looked over at him and I'm like, yo, how is Vikingo? And he goes, that man's body should not be able to move the way no, it does. No, it, it shouldn't. It's insane. It's like watching an anime fight whenever he's in the ring. It really is. The not, like, because I was, I, I got invited to go to that show, but I had a show that I was on. Ah. So I went to the show and like, uh, everyone's posting videos and I'm seeing all the stuff and I'm like, unfollow, 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 <laughs> mute, unfollow. Mute, mute. mute, done, not your friend anymore. What's the, what? So you, you said that you were, you were you were talking to some of the wrestlers like about the matches. Like as a wrestling fan, how is that? Like you're yep. you're in on the inside. You're talking to these guys after the matches, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, it was this, it was that. Like is that? Does that feel real? <laughs> at first, it really didn't. Yeah. Like at first, it really didn't. Like I remember the first time I, I went into the uh, the PAPW facility. You know, there was uh, you know Mario brought me in, and, and and you know it's Mario Mancini. He was the first match for I don't know how many you know how guys that you know that are Hall of Famers now. Yeah. You know, and and you know I love Mario now, but like just talking to him for the first time, and you know seeing all all the guys you know, you know practicing, and you know like and working on stuff it's like it was almost a little intimidating because yeah. like, again it's like i'm at that point i'm still just a fan you mm-hmm. know at, at least in my eyes i was so i was just it's like what do you do you know it's like do i introduce myself do i just you know sit here and you know just just chill and not annoy anything and so but 
after you know you, you start settling in and you start going around and you know you and again we kind of talked about this beforehand but you know when you start getting to know people and you know you become friends you know friendly and all that and you start earning that respect it's it's just like you're talking to another person. It's just like, you know, you're at your shoot job, you know, at the water cooler talking about, you know, something that happened there. Yeah. And so it, it, there are still, you know, some moments that, you know, that I, I got to pinch myself and remind myself that, you know, I'm still here <laughs> and not in some fantasy land. Like uh, the, the first instance of that uh, was 2021 or two. I forget which. It was in the last two years. I worked a show up in upstate New York, and Vicky Guerrero was on the card. Oh no shit! Yeah, and so she did. She did a fun little, a uh, couple fun little uh, skits and run-ins throughout the night. And it, it, that, it, she was she was so nice. And and one of the things that all, that kind of stuck in my head was uh, it was right after intermission. I went up to the promoter. I'm like, hey, you know, anything, you know, I'm going to plug the sponsors again, blah, 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 you know, anything else you want me to mention? And he's like, no, 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 you're good. Just do that. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then Vicky was uh, right there sitting at, um, you know, her merch booth. And so I was like, hey, Vicky, it was, you know, a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for everything. And, you know, it was great working with you tonight. And it was a lot of fun uh, seeing you out there. And she's like, oh, thanks, Matt. You're doing a great job, too. And like, I was like, thank you. And then like, I turned my face immediately went bright red. I'm like, Vicky Guerrero, remember my name. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's sick with someone like Cause like yeah, when, when someone you've seen like on TV like, cause what you probably before the show were like oh, uh, Vicky this is Matt man Vicky and then that yeah. was it and then you got shuffled on and then she probably met a fucking tens of hundreds of people that day and then like still was like hey what's up Matt like, yeah that's dope that's really cool yeah that was really cool and then uh, going back to Pekingo too um. Uh, there was a guy I saw because that was again, you know, the putting on the fan hat again. You know, I, I will always watch wrestling in some way, shape, or form, probably until the day I die. Uh, but I was watching a lot of cards for uh, the great Muda, um, his final year earlier this year. It was a Noah card, and I saw this guy uh, Ninja Mac on there, and I was just like, "Whoa, this dude's like a lot of fun to watch. It'd be really cool to work with him." And then flash forward a few months later, I'm working with him at a show in New Jersey. No so, shit. So yeah, and then funny story to bring. It back to what we were talking about a little bit ago. He actually worked with Kingo at a GCW show a couple weeks ago, so and I, and I made sure to watch that because you know it was it was cool meeting Ninja Mac. It was really cool to work for him. Uh, well, not for him, but work with him. I should say. My apologies. Yeah. But um, so yeah, it's it's it, that that's another fun thing too. But it, at the same time, it's like you got to kind of you know remember. It's like you know they're not. You're, you're, you're their co-worker at this point, kind of. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so it's like I always say, you know, hey, listen, you know, I've seen your work, you know, like, you're like, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm very happy to work with you, but, you know, keep it short, keep it sweet, and then, you know, if they want to go from there, you can go from there, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not really good with meeting people. Like, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable for me. Like, I'm usually just like, hey, what's up? And then, like, I'll probably just run away. And have to, like, hey, how are you? And then, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, like I I went to I went to Florida a couple months ago. Um, actually, last no last year. I went to Florida last year for my nephew's uh, graduation, and on the flight back, I took a really early flight, and um, uh, while we were going to board, uh, this dude was walking, like leaving. You know, he just arrived and he was dipping, and uh, it was Carl Anderson. Oh wow! Machine gun. And like I saw him, and I was like, oh fuck! And like. 
I don't know. I just like I saw him there, and I was like, I can go talk to him. And I was like, oh, I don't want to bother this guy. Like, I just, I just always, I don't want to bother anybody. Like, I don't want to go. Like, I, especially someone who's like been on TV or someone with some sense. Like, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to bother them. Like, I, right. I just, so it was like I, at one point we like locked eyes, and I, I threw up the two sweet, and he did it back, and then just left. And I was like, yes. I was like, fuck, I wish I had to put a club shirt on. Like, <laughs> but, hey, but like yeah, even nice. like, like when we do like um. You know, like BST shows and stuff. Like when I meet like the wrestlers that come in and stuff. Like I never know how to like talk to them and stuff. Like I'm like, oh hey, hi, um, nice to meet you. Because uh, like most of the time I don't know who they are, and that's really kind of embarrassing, really. Um, but like I don't watch a lot of like independent wrestling or actually a lot of wrestling, really. Um, I read. I, if you base my wrestling fandom on how much I look it up on Bleacher Report, dude, I am top fan. Like, I, I, can't, I don't remember the last time I sat down and watched, like, Raw or Dynamite or something. Like, it has to be something that really, like, catches me to watch it. I don't know. But, like, I do all these, in these shows, and it's cool to meet these people, but I'm like, I don't I don't know. Hi, hello. It's so awkward for me. No, but they're I, always so fucking nice. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, all these wrestlers, they look so mean on the ring and in TV, but they're the nicest fucking people on the planet, dude. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. They're it's, so nice. It's And, yeah, believe me, it's like I, I was kind of the same way because I was, you know, I was... I was very socially awkward up until yeah. I started getting settled in the ring announcing sphere. And now it's like I've met so many people and, you know, I had to, you know, go in the locker rooms and do all the introductions so many times. It's just like second nature. Like, I yeah, love yeah, yeah, yeah. people at this point. And it's, I, I kind of do the same thing. You know, I just introduce myself like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. It's going to be good to work with you, you know. And if I'm getting their uh, information, you know, for the for the intro or something like that, if they have like a like a fun nickname or like they make a reference to like a TV show or something like that that I enjoy like you mm -hmm. know I'll, I'll just say hey you know I see what you're doing there I like that you yeah, know and yeah, then yeah. could start a little conversation from there or whatever and you know sometimes it's short and then like I said sometimes you know you talk and then and then whatever happens happens but you know like you, you hit the nail on the head it's I've met 99.5% of the people that I've met throughout my experience have just been incredible and yeah. and it's been a lot of fun so, um, you, you got started, you've been doing it about four years, like, how, how did you, like, get into the whole, like, wanting to do the commentary and the whole thing, like, how did we get there? Yeah, um, basically, like, like I kind of alluded to it earlier, it's like, I had always wanted to do something to, you know, make me, you know, just stand out a little more, yeah. you know, and, and just, you know, prove mainly to myself that, you know, that I could do something other than, you know, just you know whatever so were you that kind of kid too like just doing whatever to stand out and be noticed and all that no, stuff is that that's what, the thing i was the exact opposite you know Matt i was, was a shy guy? yeah oh yeah god yeah where'd I was, you grow up uh i grew up in branford branford so, yeah okay so yeah right oh, outside of north, right yep that's pretty far yeah so um but yeah like I, I was you know shy socially awkward you know i was the traditional like i, I didn't get well you know, I, I got a little bullied, you know, nothing super severe, like, you know, you hear on TV nowadays, yeah. like, you know, that makes you, you know, like, I, I mean, just I, the, the average amount yeah. of school bullying, yeah, like, exactly. hey, what's up, nerd? Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. oh, hey, did your, did your mom pack your lunch or something? You know, they weren't like beating you up, throwing you in a locker and flushing you down a fucking toilet yeah, or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Thankfully, knock on wood, I've never been swirly. So Oof, that's, man, that's a win. But um, I don't know if I've known anyone to be swirly. <laughs> Well, that just seems gross. Yeah. Like, so, why would you want to... I don't want to get that close to a toilet, let alone put someone else in a toilet right. like that. That's... 
right? Ooh, public. Yeah. Ba- oh God, kids are disgusting. Yeah, some people definitely take that's it too a bigger far. problem. Like the bullying, yeah, but these fucking kids are gross. Pick cleaner ways to bully, I guess. Than <laughs> fucking throwing people in the toilet. Yeah, I know. Nasty fucks. Just Hell roast yeah. them. <laughs> Just talk some shit. Right. That's it. But yeah, so I mean, like, so. Like I said, I was shy, socially awkward, you know, traditional, you know, like last kid picked in gym class type thing. So it's like, I never showed it, but like, that's kind of why, like, I wanted to like, because I knew that there was something inside of me that needed to be seen. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And eventually after a while, you know, I started to figure out it's probably going to be my voice that's going to get there. So, or get me there. So... What had happened was um, I had uh, I had met uh, Big Steve Tracy uh, in East Haven, for, uh, Big Steve, formerly known as uh, Dave Paradise in WWF, now WWE, um, one of the uh, one of the uh, main four of Paradise Alley, and uh, also big once again just because I got to do it because I always do because I, I love him to death and they gave me my start shout out Mario, Big Steve, Paul Roma, Paul Perez, and Big Daddy GOC helping me get to get to where I am Hell now. Yeah. PAP Dub Fam, never forget where you come from. Hell yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, so Steve, uh, he asked me, he goes, uh, you know, we were talking about town stuff. I was, I was, um, and we were talking about town stuff, you know, because he's very involved in the town. And, uh, you know, I said, uh, he said to me, hey, Matt, you, uh, you like wrestling by any chance? I'm like, Steve, I love wrestling. And little did I know that the, how that answer would uh, change the uh, traje- trajectory of Matt to court. Hey. <laughs> Thank God it did. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So uh, yeah, he invited me to see uh, the uh, show, the uh, aforementioned uh, Kenny Roberts and Richard Holiday yep. um, one first match I ever saw, um, and well, at least uh, with uh, you know in terms of independence, and um, and then uh, he said, hey, you know we you know we're looking to you know maybe get some people in and commentary, do some rotations and stuff like that. Is that something you'd be interested in? And I said, hell yeah. No shit, that's hell awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and it just you know. Started doing commentary with Big Daddy, you know, a couple matches here and there, every show, you know, helping out in some other places, you know, taking some money, helping take some money at the door, concessions, you know, whatever I needed to do, I wanted yeah. to do it. And eventually, you know, started, you know, being the backup ring announcer when um, when the main guy wasn't there, and then eventually took over full time for him. And then, they heard your voice, <laughs> and they went, "Ooh, hey, that that that, that had, you know, it's 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 right. kind of Damn. all right. It's he makes right. them unpleasant <laughs> names sound." Good. <laughs> I certainly try. I certainly try. But um, but yes, and then um, started reaching out to some places. Got uh, started going some places, and uh, it just kind of just snowballed yeah, from there. How does, that, how does that work? Like, how do you get? Like, I know, I know, like as like a a, a wrestler, you know, you send your tape out to other mm-hmm. companies. Like, hey, you know, this is what I can do. Do you have anything? Do ring announcers do the same thing? Do you send them like? clips of you announcing people or do you just like send them voice messages of like hey <laughs> this is Matt Decor that, that's let me announce your ring that's, de- that's definitely a unique way of, of doing it I didn't even think of that but um, that's it I'm going to start sending my own voice memos to these companies like hey I can ring announce listen to this <laughs> Yeah, just just send just send the voice notes with the resume. Yeah, that's it. No resume, just voice notes. <laughs> no, or or, or, or I'll send them like different years. Like this is what I sounded like from 08 to 09. <laughs> this is 2012 to 2015. Went through a breakup. It was kind of rough on my voice. 
I have announced for Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling and Test of Strength Wrestling and Blood, Sweat, and Tears. You know, something like that, maybe. And they're like, ooh, I like the way you said that one. <laughs> Give me that. But, um, but yeah, it's been a mix of things. Um, and... Um, my first, the first time I reached out to another promoter was the end of 2019. Uh, it was Slick Wagner Brown at Test of Strength. Shout out to Slick, Alex, all the TOS fam. Um, uh, basically, what happened was, and I'm gonna say his name. I know what he was accused of, but the fact of the matter is, he's integral to my story, so I'm gonna mention it. Uh, Mark Adam Haggerty uh, was the ring announcer. He did PAPW and Test of Strength at the time. Um, he was doing a social media seminar at Test of Strength, and he invited me there, and he just said, hey, you know, like I mentioned, I'm getting busier and busier these days. I'm going to new places, and, you know, I, I, I can't be at this one as much as I used to either. So while you're here, you should introduce yourself and see what you can do. So, so you know what? So basically, he kind of like... Just crack the door and you yes. kicked it. You're like, hello. Yes, and that's exactly what I did. And I went up to uh, I went up to Slick um, after the after Mark finished the seminar, and uh, I was just like, hi, Slick. You know, I'm at the court. You know, I, I've you know done ring announcing at PAPW, and uh, you know, I know Mark said that you know he's getting busier and this and that. Like, do you think you might have something for me here? I forgot exactly how I worded, but it was something along those lines, or like you know. I, if Mark can't make it, you know, it's I'd be happy to fill in for him, something like that. Yeah. And then so I did send him a couple clips uh, that I had, and then a few couple months went by, I think, and then sure enough, I got the message. He said, "Hey, uh, something uh, we could use you at, at uh, this date if you're available." And I yeah. said, "Hey, September yeah. 16th, brother, be there. Hell yeah, bring a suit. Hell and yeah." And you're like, "Got it, brother. Hell Anytime. yeah, anytime. Hell yeah." And then, but ironically enough, like I really haven't. I've been really blessed and lucky to, I really haven't asked for a lot because how I got a lot of stuff is um, like how I got my third um, or my second outside booking, my third promotion overall was uh, again, Ref Bill. Um, Shout out that beautiful head of hair. Hell yeah. He, uh, he, he <laughs> <laughs> wait to hear this one. So I was over at, it was, it was the week before uh, the test of strength show that I was going to be making my debut for him at. And, uh, he, he called me up, and I was over at, at, at a friend's house at the time, and I was stoned as shit. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. And, um, and, he, and he calls me. He's like, hey, Matt. He goes, I'm going to this promotion on Friday. They're, they're new. They're just starting out. He goes, but I, I told him that, uh, you, were, uh, that you know, you're trying to you know, make, make a name for yourself. Or, I forget exactly how he worded it. I was stoned. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but he's like... <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, but he's like, yeah. Either way, he goes. He's, they said the, they said the, the opportunity's yours if you want it. And I'm just like, hell yeah, Bill, let's go. And then I hang up the phone. And I realize I was like, oh shit, how, uh, how do I get out of work a little early now? <laughs> like, oh my dude, that is, that is <laughs> such a pain in the ass, bro. Oh my gosh, yep. trying to, like, I remember when I was first starting out doing comedy. Um, I ended up switching to the night shift, so like. I was get dude. I was getting in trouble every other week because I was just calling out on the weekends because I'm like, yo, I got shows. Like I can't be everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, are you making more money doing comedy doing than work? I'm like, no. 
No, but I'm having such a great time. Right. Like, I'm having the best fucking time. You're not going to ruin this for me, government. No, no. And, and it's kind of the same for me because it's like, you know, it, every time I see something, I'm like, okay, it's, it's a Friday show, you know, or if it's sometimes I've had it, you know, on a Wednesday or Thursday even, and I'm just like, okay, well, if it's during the week, I know I'm not going to want to go to work the next day. And then, oh. and so if it's, a, if it's a Friday, I might have to leave a little early depending on location and stuff. So because thankfully, that Friday traffic in Connecticut is hell. Oh, it's it, oh, all up and down the Northeast. It's it's you know I've gone to Brockton, Massachusetts on on a Friday many a time, and uh, you know great crowd up there in Brockton. Great group of wrestling fans up there. It's just Massachusetts go, loves some wrestling. They do. They, they love there some wrestling up there. Hell yeah! And but just get, get getting there, going through, especially if you have to go through Providence on a Friday afternoon. God bless you. But um, yeah, so it, no matter what, you gotta. It says. If you look the night before, it'll probably tell you like two, two and a half hours, but you got to plan for probably like three, three and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> On a Friday afternoon. I bet. You mentioned when you got here that uh, that you were enjoying a, a nice little mini vacation. Yes, sir. What does Matt DeCourt do in his downtime? What does he do when he's not <laughs> ring announcing? <laughs> oh, How does boy. Matt DeCourt chill? Oh, boy. That is uh, that is a great question. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I juggle a few things. Uh, I would say my main thing is, you know, I love going to see movies. Um, you big know. movie got a big cinephile? I yes, the term sir. Is right. 100%. percent um, and It's a weird, weird thing. Maybe <laughs> some sex with movies exactly, or something. Exactly, yeah. It sounds dirtier than it is, but <laughs> that, that is the proper term, so we're going to roll with it. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I'm one of those people that, you know, like, unlike, you know, after COVID happened, people were like, oh, I just watch stuff at home now. Nah, 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 nah. I couldn't, I, I could not no, wait some things for you gotta watch to at theaters. Oh, some things you got to yeah. watch at theaters. Hell, yeah. Like... And especially too, if like you want to go see something, like I'm pumped to go see uh, Oppenheimer, that that one about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, in, in, uh, the atom bomb. Oh yeah, I got I got IMAX tickets, freaking first day, first night, Thursday night, baby. But um, are you going to see uh, Barbie after? You know, that's uh, that that might be one of those things that you know I might see. I probably just wouldn't tell anybody. But no, <laughs> no, Bar Bar Barbie looks dumb. Yeah. Not Oppenheimer. Barbie looks really dumb. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I I, I never played with Barbie, so I don't know if there's a story to Barbie <laughs> other than, you know, the that song from the 90s. Right. <laughs> Which, I guess if they make a movie based off that song, they're going to get canceled. I Because I, that is... Mm. But I, yeah, Oppenheimer looks sick. Yeah. But I, I will say this, though. The, the, the only way I probably would see Barbie is, are you familiar with Riff Tracks, my man? No. Oh, uh, Riff Tracks. Basically what it is is these three comedians, they record jokes over these, most of the time, bad movies. Okay. And they make them a lot better. Huh. <laughs> so, um... So yeah, like that's how I saw. Um, I actually, as much as this is gonna sound weird, I actually did watch Twilight because it was with the riff tracks. And oh. let me tell you what: if there were no riff tracks, I probably would have horribly regretted that. Did decision. you watch all of them? Thankfully, no. Okay, let me <laughs> tell you. Let me Let me tell you a little story, Matt the Court. I okay. watched all of them. Uh, the first year me and my girlfriend were together, we went to Maine for mm -hmm. my birthday. We got a cabin in the woods for my birthday. I hear you. And there happened to be a Twilight Marathon. <laughs> so for my birthday, I dropped acid and watched all the Twilight movies. <laughs> And nothing profound. Those movies just suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> they're so bad. Like none of it makes sense. Not not even the acid helped. No. Oh man. No, it That's made it funny. It, rough. it made it funny. Okay. I was laughing at okay. everything in the movie. It was such a silly, silly movie. <laughs> uh, but I remember, I remember, I read the first Twilight book. Because a friend of mine recommended it to me, and they were like, oh, dude, you're going to love it. It's vampires versus werewolves. It's the sickest stuff. I'm like, I, hell yeah. Because Underworld had come out, and I'm like, right. fuck yeah. So I'm reading this, and I'm like, this isn't for me. They didn't yep. write this book for a for a teenage Puerto Rican boy. No, no, they did not. There was there there, there was certainly another demographic that this was a target is, on that. This one. is not for me, and I'm it's bad. But I did watch all the movies. Um, but hey, you know, you were with a girl. You know, it was it. So I mean, like at least you got that going for you. Like if it's one of those things where it's like I didn't have, where it's like I didn't have a girl or or nothing like that. And uh, oh, thank you, my man. Did that work? Yeah, I think there that, it is. We got it. We got it. Now. Technical difficulties yeah, not in the studio good. today. Cause it's hot as fuck, Matt DeCourt. It is. Holy it is. shit! It is so it is. sticky outside. It, it, it is very hot, and I've had my air conditioner, and my fan running all day for the past week. But hey, that's summer in New England, man. You can't yeah, escape. It. You really can't. You really can't. except for like it was like a week ago. It was like forty degrees. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right, right. now? Oh, like. Right. I remember too. We had that bizarro time. It was, uh, it was. I think it was like, like April or May or something like that. It got to like almost ninety for those couple of days. Oh my god, dude! I refuse to put. I'm like, no, nope, I'm not doing it. It's not that time. I'm not putting it on. And I just remember like the second night, I was just laying on my futon, like no shirt on, just sweating. Like I regret it's this, not but I'm stubborn. I will not do this. <laughs> no, dude. I just I'm always hot, so I just leave my. I have one in my bed. Bedroom, just leave it in all year. I don't care. Yeah, because I always have a fan on because it's always get hot when I sleep. No, I hear you, man. I hear. You. I'm, I'm a cold sleeper too. I can respect that. I bought, dude. I one of the big boy purchases I made. I made a match. I bought a mattress with a with a cooling topper. Oh, nice, dude. Oh my dude. god, dude. It is. It's like memory foam and cooling. Yeah. So like, I lay on it and then like, sometimes if it's really hot, I'll just take the bed sheets off and just lay on the cooling thing, bro. It's like laying on ice. Hell yeah. It is awesome. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. no, absolutely. So what else you got planned for this week? Uh, let me see. Well, um, like I said, I do the movies. I just bought, um, what's it called? Sonic Origins Plus for, uh, I got PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So I got it for Xbox because that has more space on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing that. I just beat one CD and two. I'm about a quarter of the way through three right now. And then Sonic and Knuckles is coming up. And they also have all the Game Gear games on those. No shit. So it has everything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, it doesn't have, and I actually thought about this, is because th th this one's a real deep cut here. It's because back when I was a kid, I was a Genesis kid. Yeah. And, you know, my parents, you know, I was a sing I was a only child to, you know, working class family. So, you know, they got me stuff to keep me occupied. Sega Genesis, they got me the CD, and they also got me the, 30, the much maligned 32X. So on that 32X, the game that I really liked was Knuckles Chaotix. And... That is not on there, and I don't even know if it's ever been re-released, but if, if anybody's listening to this, if somebody wants to slide in my DMs and let me know if I can get a digital copy of Knuckles Chaotix anywhere, it would be Do much appreciated. Do not find appreciated. you a copy of that. I would appreciate that. I will that find you a copy with Knuckles Chaotix? Yeah. Cha cha Chaotix with T-I-X at the end. T-I-X. Yeah, they, they, they were yeah, edgy yeah, back in the day with edgy. the 
just like 90s, just like baby. the Hardy Boys with the Z and the <laughs> Dudleys with the Z. Yes, sir. Fucking cool. Yes, dude. sir. Fucking hell yeah. Yeah. Were you baby. watching wrestling as a kid? Oh hell yeah. How old are you, Matt DeCourt? I am thirty-four. Oh, you're older than me. Yes, sir. Holy shit. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. I think outside of like the obvious uh, older wrestlers, you're the first person that I've met in wrestling that's not younger than me. <laughs> Which is always crazy because like half the guys who wrestle for BST are fucking babes. Yeah. They're little wee babes. Yep. Love all the boys. But they're just so young. Yep. So okay, cool. So we're the same age. Fuck yes, yeah. So you sir. obviously Attitude Era. Oh god, yeah. Monday Night Wars. Bread and butter, baby. End of the golden era. Yep. Fucking vitamins and slim gyms and <laughs> war paint. Slim do a slim gym. Dude, I think this is like probably the eighth podcast I've talked about this, but the pilot in fucking uh, Milford off Exit 40 has a fucking display of Macho Man for oh, their Slim Jim, dude. And I want it so fucking bad. Oh, dude. Dude, I'd be it right is like a PVC you, bust of Macho Man like this. And he's like fucking biting Slim Jims. And he's got the hat and the shades and the tassels, Hell bro. Yeah. It's fuck, uh, I think it's lime green, his suit with like the purple. And it's got Slim Jim on. I want it. Oh, dude, that they made. Um, I'm pretty sure they made a, a, an, a one of those WWE Elite action figures. I think it was like a Comic Con like oh, thing or something man. like that, the, where he actually had the Slim Jims and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. So, like, do you remember how me. cheap those things used to be when we were kids? Oh God, yeah, dude. I remember my mom used to buy me like wrestling toys because my mom. So as a kid, my mom used to work at Toys R Us, which was like fucking elite, dude. Oh hell yeah, I can imagine. So like, my mom would get wrestling toys like even without her discount, they're like eight bucks. Like eight bucks for a wrestling figure. So God, she would just I like wish. bring us figures. And like I was at uh, Walmart like yesterday mm-hmm. and I was looking at him and it was like an elite of like, which was like a John Cena elite. It was like 30 bucks. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Well, why? That, that That's another thing, too. Is like they I'd... better put on five stars for fucking $30 <laughs> a figure. Oh, hell yeah. And like that's that's another thing for me, too, is that, you know, thankfully, I've in addition to the, to the ring announcing thing, I've got a pretty good shoe job um, working construction management. So, oh fuck yeah! So I'm I'm not a full on. Thank you, brother. I'm, I'm not a full on. Wait, are um, you anti union? Because you have to up? be. No, we are actually a union signatory. The oh, company I work fuck for. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> super union podcast. This yes, is. sir. Just because yes, I am union with the post office. Yep. And I mean, whether you agree with the union or not, right? Like as an employee, whether you fuck with like everything your union's doing or not. Bottom line, that protection is worth everything. Oh, I hear you. Dude. Everything. I hear you. Like, uh, like especially like with my union, like. They're iffy and shit, but at the end of the day, I'd rather be in the know. Sure, hundred percent, my man. Hundred percent. But yeah, so yeah, just, fuck yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so I get a pretty nice income from doing that, and so I, I also collect stuff like you know Marvel Legends, wrestling figures, yeah, all that stuff, and. All I'm gonna say is, is to your point, I am glad I make what I do because if I didn't, I would oh not be God, able dude. to support that. Hobby. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped. I just stopped because like I sat there. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. ridiculous. So like I ended up, I used to collect a lot of um, the the Star Wars Black Series figures. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Oh, I got a shitload of those, <laughs> and I sold probably all of them. Ooh, because I was just like, I, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. So yep. I kept like, I kept like six, mm-hmm. and I was like. I'm gonna open these because if I keep them in a box, I'm gonna want to buy more. Mm-hmm. 
so I just opened. Like, I think they're in a box somewhere opened up. I think if I find them, I'll show them to you. They're great. With I love them. They're like all my favorites. I just I, I tried to keep my favorite characters, yeah. and that was it. Exactly. Same thing with like Funko Pops. That's a. Those are the beanie babies of today. No, they truly are. It's and ridiculous. I have to. I have to actively try. Like, thankfully, like this year, I've been really good holding off on getting those because they just start accumulating, and the next thing you know, you're just like swimming in like Tupperware containers. Yeah, and pops. dude, it's crazy. Like now, like I don't even. I don't even really. I, have, I don't remember the last time I bought one, but like I follow the pages. I'm like, oh, that's a cool one. Oh, that's a cool one. Right. I'm not gonna and buy that, that one. And that, no. uh, but that's how they get you though, because then because this is how they got me is because you know I just I, they have on the app they have uh, what your collection is worth. Yeah. So every now and then I check that, and you know because I do have some that I'm just like, how the hell did that get to be what it is? You know, like I remember the one that um that fucked me up at the beginning of my Funko addiction was uh. I went to this Walgreens by my house, and there was a Greedo in there. And I was like, fuck Greedo. <laughs> so I didn't buy it. I want to say fast forward six months later. It's worth like $500. Sheesh. And I'm like, what the? F- why? Greedo sucks. Right? Like, it, it's wild. And it's funny, too, because Walgreens low-key, like, I've gotten some good deals at Walgreens and it's like who knew that they could be a toy store in, in addition to being a drugstore dude like insane yeah like I, there there was um there's one character it was uh superior venom that's right yep. one of the um uh a Spider-Man offshoot character and I saw that there. I'm like, oh, I'll grab this. It was like 20 bucks at the time. I was like, all right, cool. And now that one, I did. First off, I didn't. Part of the reason I got it was because I hadn't seen that one anywhere else. Not it. I think Toys R Us was still around at the time. Not god, there. I miss Toys R Us. Oh god, me too. Uh, Walmart wasn't there. Target wasn't there. And so like, I was like, all right, whatever. And so that one, let's just say, I'm glad I got it for 20 bucks when I did Fuck, that I Walgreens, bet. man. I bet. <laughs> I don't know. I think I have some that are worth some money, but. Is what it is. No, nah, I hear you. My brother's a oh, hopeless addict. He's <laughs> a hopeless addict. Yeah. He's Funko is his crack. Oh, Sorry yeah. if you have any family or crack. <laughs> but no, he is fucking. He's like a fiend for Funko. He's a Funko fiend. Oh, dude. Like and and yeah. So it's one of those things though too. It's like all right. Like I'm finally at the point where it's like I haven't added anything to it. I've only you know subtracted, which is nice. Yeah. And then I go on there and I see they're making. Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, and I'm just like, oh, well, there goes 30 bucks out the window, because I'm going to need those, because I love me some Trailer Park Boys, and yeah, there's dude, no I, other official merchandise. <laughs> I'm, I'm late to the game, because I uh, I just finished uh, Ted Lasso, Okay. and then I saw that they had all these Ted Lasso pops, I'm like, well, now I need fucking all of them. <laughs> I know, right? Now I need them all, and then, like, right? then they, like, they're, like, I don't know if it's fucking the government listening, or just happens... But, like, I fucking get ads for all these fucking Ted Lasso, like, Funko Pops. They're like, oh, this is normally 500 but it could be yours for 450 And right. I'm like, no, I won't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. I know, and then you're laying in bed one night, and then you're just like, oh, oh, there's a button. And then you wake up, and you see the email. It's like, oh, I actually did do that crap. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Remember, it got to the point where, like, I would get packages, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yep. And then I open it up, and I'm like, it's a pop. Like, I was going through, because, like, um, you know, we do 
uh, events and stuff for BSD and shit. I think we're doing oh, yeah. like a, a collecticon or something in August, nice. maybe. And like we have a booth and stuff. So like I'm like, yo, fuck it. I have the, all these Funko Pops. I'm not doing shit with. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna sell them at the booth. People love buying that dumb. Oh heck They buy yeah. that shit. So here, buy they these do. things. Buy all these whatever. And I was going through them all, and I found a fucking Amazon box. Like it was still like in the <laughs> Amazon box. And I opened it up, and it was the fucking the the fiend. Oh, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man. But yeah, uh, I would. I don't. I have horrible addiction to buying stupid things. Like I bought this. This thing's called the Power Hitter. Uh, shout out to Power Hitter Co. Oh. Um, it's the another smoking country. I love smoking congestion. I love. Oh. Smoking. I don't know about oh, you, Medical, but okay. I love smoking. Um, okay. I don't smoke cigarettes though. But so you take your little pre-roll, you clip it on there, throw it in, twist it. Hold this button, you give it a squeeze, and it just shoots the smoke out. It's oh my gosh! Technology is, is amazing. Man. Wow! No, that is. I've like, never I seen buy anything stupid like that. Little trinkets. Um, I've never seen anything like that before. That's for sure. <laughs> this is the dawn of a new age, Matt Court. These kids today, they, they don't know what they got. They don't know what they got. They take they take all these things for granted. We didn't have shit. Oh hell! You no. know how boring it was to smoke weed when I started smoking weed. <laughs> it was so. We didn't have nothing cool. We had nothing cool. The weed sucked. Oh yeah. Uh, get, get get all those bricks. Unless you got those, seeds. unless you got those purple bags from New York. Those were the, <laughs> those were the. Everybody, anyone who just went, mm, DM me because I think we'll be great friends. Um, but like <laughs> they would, uh, the, those. Um, what the fuck are those things called? The wraps. Oh yeah. And the ones with like they had like for some reason it was always a, a woman with way too much lip gloss smoking <laughs> a mango. And those are the worst fucking wraps of all time, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. They suck. Because oh, you had man. to unwrap them and then let them sit on a light yep. or something hot for like five minutes because they were too fucking wet. Yep. Oh, I remember those days. What a rough time. What a rough time. <laughs> but wrestling was great. Oh, yeah. Where, uh, growing up, um, did, were you, did you ever want to be a wrestler? Or was it always like commentary ring announcing type deal? Oh, yeah. No, I never wanted to be a wrestler just because, um, unfortunately, I was not the most athletically gifted. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, it was one of those things where it's just like I'm I, I just knew I was just too uncoordinated. There, there was a reason I was the last pick in gym class. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it was it was one of those things. It's like, you know, yeah, it would have been cool. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't want to make myself look like a fool you know so it's like yeah. I, I know what i'm good at i know what's gonna get me where i need to go let me focus on that who were some of your like favorite ring announcers growing up because we i feel Ooh. like i feel like we had Ooh. so many good ones oh yeah well i mean you had the you had the og howard finkel the fink do you do yes, a finkel sir. impression oh ladies and gentlemen the following contest is a singles match scheduled for one fall here at the wwf in madison square garden i think that's kind of all right what a fink shout out r.i.p fink man <laughs> absolutely dude r.i.p the legend but yeah uh finkel um who else was back in the day tony chamel mm-hmm. i forgot who i forgot the guy's name it might have been i don't think it was chamel but um it was a dude who did the rated r oh uh, um chimmel it, w- it was chimmel, chimmel. okay yeah yeah, yeah, dude, yeah chimmel rules yeah actually he did a podcast with uh, chris van vliet and he was mm-hmm. talking about how he's like on cameo and shit and everyone wants him to call him call them the rated r superstar <laughs> and he's like yeah fuck it i'll do it i don't care yeah, he's like gonna... it made me a lot of money people Hell like yeah. it it makes people happy he goes i'll fucking Hell do it yeah. i don't care he goes hit me up on cameo yeah. i don't care so i might get one for myself <laughs> no <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, cameo. I, blame, was, I actually man. got a cameo from a friend of mine. I was going through. A, oh, nice. I was going through a tough time, yep. and a friend of mine got me a cameo from uh, Kevin Nash, and oh, it was sick. dope. It was like seven minute cameo of him talking, and just it was dope. It was from Kevin Nash. It was to me like it was so cool. He, it was dope. It was yeah. just so cool. That's awesome, man. That's some good stuff. That's some yeah, good stuff that's right there. That's cool, a good friend, too. Good brother, Do that brother. For you. Hell yeah. That's it, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, I mean, there was those guys, and, I mean, then, you know, we talked about, um, you know, UFC and stuff like that. Once I started watching that, Bruce Buffer, my God, my God. Dude, um, I, I love, like, I, I asked you earlier about the note cards, and he always has a note card with oh, him. Yeah. Did you ever see the clip where he turns, like, real hard and fucking throws the note card, <laughs> and it hits the fighter? No, Dude, I don't think I've seen that Oh, one. my God. It's one of the funniest clips ever. Has anything like that happened to you? Like, you ever, like, drop your cards? You ever, like... Uh, there was one particular in particular instance where I left the cards for the next match on the table that I was sitting at, uh -huh. and I went back into the ring. Thankfully, the table is right outside the ring, but um, either way, and I think it might have been a championship match, too, so I had a couple seconds to breathe, but... I can't remember the, the exact specifics of it, but all I know is that I went to go reach my jacket pocket where I usually keep them, and they were not there. And I started freaking out, and then I was just like, they're on the table. So like, I run over, and I'm just like, hey, give me those cars now. <laughs> give them to me. I'm lost without them. And so I, I freaking, I got them, I found them, and I just went right back into it seamlessly, introducing first, you know, and then just right okay, back into the Okay, here's something that I've wanted to wonder since the first time I heard it. Yes. Because you told me about how the first time you ring announced, like, they were, they didn't know if you could read the fucking cards because your hands were shaking so bad, right? <laughs> so how does it go from... Like, how does it feel to go from barely being able to read the card because your hand is shaking to not being able to announce somebody because the crowd is going, Matt the Court, Matt the Court, Matt the Court. Hey, that's that's the greatest feeling in the world, like, my what, man. What was that, what was that like the first time the it happened to you? Like, were you like, what the fuck? Kind of. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, you're, you're kind of, like you said, it's unexpected, you know, because... Because what I'll say is, is like, you know, if you want to be like, you know, an entertainer or something like that, you know, like and, and, and show off what what you're all about that, then the ring announcing probably shouldn't do it because ring announcing is about hyping up the crowd. It's about hyping up the wrestlers. It's about getting everybody ready. For it's that a very moment. selfless yes. thing. Like, it's not about you. Exactly. But it's like when you have the right person, like, you know, we talked about think. Yep. Howard Finkel, it was never about Howard Finkel. It right. was about the matches. Yep. But he was he was just the voice. He was yes. the guy. He was his voice was great. The way he interacted with people was great. Mm -hmm. To the point where they had him in fucking matches because he just got <laughs> so people just loved the Fink. Oh yeah. Then and they made that fucking game on the website. Like out <laughs> think, think the, the Fink, Fink, dude. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, it was just it was just extremely gratifying because it's like like I said, you know, I was always that kid that, you know, flew under the radar, wasn't very, you know, was never out there and stuff like that. So to hear people chanting my name like dude, like that was just it, it was just it, it it's one of those things where I it's beyond words, man. It was just yeah. so amazing to hear. Do you, get, and, um, do you get recognized out in public? Every now and then I do. It was actually kind of funny because uh, I went to go do a show up in Massachusetts and uh, I stopped in earlier at the Holy Oak Mall to do a little collecting hunting. And um, I'm walking out and there was a, a nice woman and, and 
I, I feel horrible saying this, but um, she comes up and she's like, hi, Matt, how are you? Are you going to be doing this show? I'm just like, uh, no, I'm going to be doing this show today, this and that. And she's like, oh, and she like gave me a hug and stuff like that. And I walked out. I'm like, I have no idea who that was. <laughs> That's the price of being a superstar, my friend. But like, but yeah, either way, like you said, like it, it's it's just so incredibly gratifying and, and humbling too to to have that experience. And, you know, I just I just thank everybody for, you know, supporting me and showing me love, man. It means the world to me. Yeah. That have the it's so weird getting recognized. Like um like for me personally. Just because like I don't I don't look at myself like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, like for example, on Father's Day I took my dad to um in Stanford there's this really great Brazilian buffet. Nice. It's like bro, they bring meat to your table. Like you just sit there. They have like a you know, like a bar that you can go up there's like uh there's like rice and beans and like yep, all basically yep. all the sides are up there. Yep, yep. But they just constantly come to your table and they're like, Do you want steak? Do you want shrimp? Do you want beef? Do you want this? And they just cut you fucking. Sounds meat. like a slice of heaven. It right is there. heaven. And while we're waiting, this woman walks up to me and she's like, Oh my god, she's like, You're Manny and I'm like, I am who who are you? And she's like, oh my gosh. She goes, no, I saw you at a comedy show a couple of months ago. You were really funny. I just wanted to say hi. And it was like, like it happened in front of my dad. And I was like, it's like, dad, did you see that? He goes, no, what? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it was oh, cool. Shoot. It was just a really cool thing yeah. to get noticed. But it is, it's like really, because I'm like, oh, man, thank you so much. So it's like, I don't, thank you. Right, <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I never know what to do. Yeah. Uh, where where can people find you on the social medias? On the social media, you can find me on Facebook, Matt Decourt, D-A-C-O-R-T-E. If you want to know how I like to pronounce my last name, think of it like this. If you got a ticket, you take it to Decourt. Um, but <laughs> I know my buddy made that up in college. I don't care if it's cheesy. I'm still going to say it. It works. <laughs> That's my my last name is Sierra, mm -hmm. and uh, people mispronounce it all the time. They call me like Sierra or Saria or whatever, but it's Sierra. And I always tell people it's like Sierra, the mist or the mountains. <laughs> That's it, the mist or the mountains. There you go, because you don't man. fuck up the soda's name. No one's no, ever fucked that up. Sir. Everyone knows it's Sierra Mist. My no, name sir. is that. No mist. Yes, sir. Yep. So it's at Matt Decourt, two T's on the mat, D A C O R T E on Facebook or on Instagram at M J Decourt. My last name once again. D-A-C-O-R-T-E. I do have a Twitter, but please know that I don't interact much on that because Twitter makes me upset sometimes. So um, <clears throat> so if you if you want to find me on that, it's the same as my Instagram handle, but I have not posted on that in years, and I'm only on it for a couple minutes a day to check, like, I don't know, like comic book figure news or... or Twitter, Twitter is upsetting. Yes. But it is my absolute favorite social media. <laughs> it is. I love it. I yeah. love Twitter so much. I... My Twitter algorithm is fucked up. <laughs> my Twitter algorithm, all my Twitter algorithm shows me is street fights, conspiracy theories, what's happening in Russia, and um, AI is going to take over the world. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. But I love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a silly. It's a silly read. I love reading all the people getting upset on Twitter because I'm like, it's the internet. Yeah. Stop. Don't let this ruin your day. Okay. Right. It log off, buddy. Yeah. Like, and and that's. 
that that's what that's what I do. It's like you know I I check you know I, I check and see oh okay this action figures dropping uh, for pre order at this date okay we got to make sure I mark that and all right people acting dumb I'm out of here. Oh <laughs> so, that's racist but yeah for, for, <laughs> something like that yeah. yeah honestly it doesn't matter what the fuck you post on Twitter it doesn't matter you give it ten minutes and something racist will come up <laughs> under it like it's just a fact of Twitter I don't know how I don't know how it happens but racists have found their way into the algorithm. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! But yeah, so so yeah, so if I if you follow me on that and I don't follow you back or interact with you on that, it's nothing personal. I just don't use it very much, or at least I try not to. Slide so, into the Instagram DMs, not yes. the Twitter DMs. Yes, that that is how you contacted me, and that is a good way to find me because I am on that much more often. So yeah. much much more often. So so yeah, you can go there. You can check out you know what I got upcoming. Every now and then I post new little trinkets or whatnot that I've collected over the past uh, month or so. And so if you want any stuff of that, that's where you find. So you got you got the next week off. Yes, sir. Where's where's the first spot back? Where can people catch Matt to court next? Well, the the first uh, spot back in the ring will be on July eighth. I'll be back with uh, Test of Strength at uh, the Elks Lodge in Waterbury, Connecticut. It's going to be a tremendous card. Test of Strength has been killing it lately. Thanks. Um, so you know, definitely want to check that out. But I will be. I'm not going to be um, like I guess like I'm not booked at the show. I'm not going to be performing on it. But I am going to come by and check out. All the great men and women of blood, sweat, and tears on July first, because Star Spangled Bash, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I got a lot of love for BST. I got a lot of love for a lot of people. For I'd say probably all the people that are on the card. So it's um, a pretty card. So yeah, and I got a four-day weekend. You know, I got Monday, Tuesday off for the holiday. So Hell yeah, I'm thinking to myself, why not start my weekend off right and have some why fun with my have friends? A banger. Yes, Matt, sir. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. I appreciate you, bro. I hope you drive safe. Thanks for coming, dude. Dude, thank you for having me, man. It was an absolute pleasure, and hopefully we can do this again soon. Fuck man. yeah, dude. Later. Later.